Walks Connecting. London Walks here with your daily London fix. Story time, history time. January 21st. January 21st, 1670. The day they hanged the most wanted man in England. And there, in those words, the most wanted man is our first double entendre. He was French, or so it was put about. He was a highwayman. He was gallant and gracious, and obviously a looker and charmer. The law caught up with him at the Hole in the Wall Tavern in Chandos Street in Covent Garden. He was committed to Newgate. He was tried at the Old Bailey. He was hanged at Tyburn and buried in St. Paul's Covent Garden or so the legend goes. His name was Claude Duval, the Prince of Highwaymen. Now I'm going to take a shortcut here. I first heard about Claude Duval from Anton Powell. Dr. Anton Powell, he of the Cambridge University PhD in Classics. Anton Powell was a London Walks guide and a friend. It was Anton who got me into London Walks. That was 43 years ago. He's the author of the classic guidebook, London Walks, published 42 years ago. I take considerable pride in the acknowledgement Anton gave me in the book for the bit of help I gave him on Dickens. Anyway, Anton's got a lovely entry in the book about Claude Duval. It's written so well. I'm going to let Anton tell the story rather than clumsily retell it in the interests of making it my own. It's not my own. It's Anton's. So I'm going to give you the genuine article rather than an imitation. And accompany same with a recommendation that you buy the book. It's on Kindle. And indeed, it's also an audiobook narrated jointly and delightfully by Gene Marsh and Anton himself. And now I'm going to narrate Anton's three paragraphs about Claude Duvall. Today, January 21st, after all, is, in a sense, Claude Duvall Day in London. Getting us to the churchyard of St. Paul's Covent Garden, Anton says, Long before the coming of the gas lamps, in 1670, this churchyard is said to have been the scene of a sinister funeral by torchlight. The dead man was Claude Duval, a Frenchman from Normandy, and a highwayman reputed to be a chivalrous robber and ladies' man. Duval was hanged at Tyburn in West London, and respected reference books say that he was buried here at St. Paul's Church with a striking poem inscribed on his gravestone. Here lies Duval. Reader, if male thou art, look to thy purse. If female, to thy heart. Much havoc has he made of both. For all men he made stand, and women he made fall. The second conqueror of the Norman race, knights to his arms did yield, and ladies to his face. Old Tyburn's glory, England's illustrious thief, 
Duval the lady's joy, Duval the lady's grief. Glamorous highwaymen breed legends, and, as we'll see in a moment, there may be more to this poem than meets the eye. Within months of Duval's execution, a satire was published anonymously, which reported a story of the highwayman's gallantry. One day, Duval was robbing a coach that happened to have a young lady in it. She, to show she was not afraid, takes a flagellet out of her pocket and plays. Duval takes the hint, plays also, and excellently well, upon a flagellet of his own. Sir, says he to the person in the coach, your lady plays excellently, and I doubt not but that she dances as well. Will you please to walk out of the coach and let me have the honor to dance with her upon the heath? They danced. Then Duval showed his courtesy by robbing the couple of only a hundred pounds, although he knew that they had another three hundred pounds in their coach. He called the theft paying for the music. The satire hints strongly that Duval was bisexual, saying that in France, no one of either sex could resist him, and goes on to report the poem in the church here. A close look at the poem shows that it makes, cleverly and discreetly, a similar point about his sexual tastes. Knights to his arms did yield, and ladies to his face contains a pun. All men he made stand, and women he made fall, has a similar double meaning. The word stand is often used like this by risque 17th and 18th century writers. If this interpretation is right, the poem was probably too erotic to have been inscribed in a church. It isn't in St. Paul's Church now, and there seems to be no serious record of anyone's ever having seen it there. I suspect it never was there. The satirist made it up for fun and has accidentally deceived local historians who haven't looked at his work carefully. I have found a record of Duval's burial in the register of St. Giles's Church nearby, which helps to bear out this theory. Thanks, Anton. You've been listening to the London History Bulletin for January 21st. Emanating from www.walks.com, home of London Walks, London's signature walking tour company, London's local, time-honored, fiercely independent, family-owned, just the right size walking tour company. And as long as we're at it, London's multi-award winning walking tour company. Indeed, London's only award winning walking tour company. And here's the secret. London Walks is essentially run as a guides cooperative. That's the key to everything. It's the reason we're able to attract and keep the best guides in London. You can get schlubbers to do this for 20 pounds a walk but you cannot get world-class guides, let alone accomplished professionals. It's not rocket science. You get what you pay for. And just as surely, you also get what you don't pay for. Back in 1968, when we got started, 
we quickly came to a fork in the road. We had to answer a searching question. Do we want to make the most money, or do we want to be the best walking tour company in the world? You want to make the most money, you go the schlubber's route. You want to be the best walking tour company in the world, you do whatever you have to do to attract and keep the best guides in London. You want them guiding for you, not for somebody else. Bears repeating, the way we're structured, a guides cooperative, is the key to the whole thing. It's the reason for all those awards. It's the reason people who know go with London Walks. It's the reason we've got a large following, a lively, loyal, discerning following. Quality attracts quality. It's the reason we're able, uniquely, to front our walks with accomplished, in many cases, distinguished professionals. Barristers, doctors, geologists, museum curators, archaeologists, historians, criminal defense lawyers, Royal Shakespeare Company actors, a bevy of MVPs, Oscar winners, people who've won the Guide of the Year Award. Well, you get the idea. As that travel writer famously put it, if this were a golf tournament, every name on the leaderboard would be a London Walks guide. And as we put it, London Walks guides make the new familiar, and the familiar new. And on that agreeable note, come then, let us go forward together on some great London walks. See you tomorrow.